Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people, fellers, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mountain Dew Review. Today, we actually have somebody from out of town coming up from Lincoln specifically to hang out with us, do this little interview. Probably regretting it, but that'll be all right. We got Drama the Artist. If you guys don't know who he is, you're going to find out about him. He uh, got two physicals out, and I don't have them up here because I'm a dummy and left them downstairs. Oh, that's okay. But that's all right. Somebody can probably they're grab them for the, us. They're up on the board, too. So I'm right here. Mastodon. And then right here. And the Price of Fame. And I actually have a third one out as well, but um, I don't have any physicals on here. Um, but that's Which means I'll here. have another physical copy coming sooner or later. Sooner or later. As weird as I am, I love buying my physical physical and digitals. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start as we always start, drama. Where did you where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I uh I'm a, I actually grew up on a farm outside of uh, Utica, Nebraska. Okay. Um, I'm adopted, so I was adopted when I was like about two, I think. Um, actually I might have been when I was about one. But anyways that's neither here nor there. I grew up on a farm, uh, went to school in Waco, Nebraska, a little town, like 200 people, and then I went to college for a semester in New York, and eventually ended up in Lincoln. Alright, so this is our first artist, as we've just found out, that is not growing up in Omaha, but still local, because trust me, as long as you're independent, self-promoting, you don't have to be from the area, you're still worth supporting. Drama shows lots of love to the Omaha area. This kid goes all over town, you, all over state, all over the country. He just come back from being out of town on a little festival. I mean, you see him everywhere. So with moving to Lincoln, um, obviously then from your small towns, yeah. being in Nebraska, we clearly know there's probably not too much of a local hip hop scene in small towns. Yeah, definitely not. So when did you first start getting into the local music scene? So, um, was it like when you first moved to Lincoln or? I say when I moved to, uh, I've always kind of been ingrained in the music scene. Like I was in, I was in bands in high school. Okay. Um, I was in punk bands and shit, you know, cover bands. So I had a lot of fun being in bands in high school. But uh, when I really got into like hip hop was when I moved to uh, York, Nebraska. Okay, so college. Yes, college. Um, oh, I dropped out of college. Uh, I kind of had, my life was just kind of going to shit. Went to a party, met this dude, uh, Model T, which now I believe he goes by Eternal. Okay. Um, I gave him Cause the Prophet, did an art interview, and then did Eternal Sunday that yes, next day. Yes, yes. So we give a shout out to him all the time. Yeah, big shout out to Eternal because he really got me into uh, rapping. I mean, I was just so fascinated. I was at a party, he was freestyling, and I was like, man, you know, I could do that. And so, and like, I had a time in my life where I wanted to be a rapper, but I never really pursued it. But I started pursuing it after that, and I started trying to learn how to freestyle and writing rhyme trees and all that shit. And then it took a few years, but then when I moved, uh, when I moved to Omaha for a while, I lived in Omaha for a while, um, kind of got more familiar with the scene, moved back to Lincoln, um, got really in the scene with Screwface John, who's a, okay. you know, he's a, a big rapper from Lincoln, who's done a lot of national things as well. And uh, at the time, he was kind of the king. And then 
Painboy KD came out and they had their beef, and that really like fully ignited my passion for for uh, for hip hop because I was like, whoa, this is just crazy, and there was so much publicity, and it was all anyone would talk about, and so I was like, if there's that kind of like attention and uh, following that you can bring from something like that, I was like, I want that, and so I really just worked from there. All right, I dig it. Um, so then, where? Did you record your first? When, so, when when you first got in spit rhymes, freestyling, yeah. kind of started doing that. When you dropped your first album, when did you decide to do that, and what made you do that? Um. So, well, I dropped my first. I first I, first I dropped like a single. I did like a cover of like Started from the Bottom, and I recorded with Young Steve's over in Lincoln. He had this little studio in the back of his house. This little like standalone building he built himself for a studio and it was really cool it was chill um, but it was trash you know <laughs> and then uh, my first album my very first album was called uh, Psycho and I recorded it on like iPod headphones you know at my house on uh, free software on my computer and I don't know I just I thought like it was my like introduction just kind of like at the time I had a lot of mental issues that I hadn't worked through and so it was very reflective of, of that and I think that's where where it really started was just kind of like understanding that it could be more than just making fun music. It could be about like making like therapeutic music. Good. And again, guys, if you haven't caught on to the reoccurring theme of a lot of these, in fact, every one of these local artists is it's a therapeutic means for them for their mental health and to bring about awareness for other people. Again, that's that's why it's so important to support artists like Drama and Kaz and Bobo the Red Boy and uh, 16 Bars. You know, we these guys speak from their heart when they're talking about mental issues they're going through, their depressions, their addictions. They're not lying to you. They have no reason to. You know, there's there's it's, they're just out there putting their feelings there, hoping that it'll help you. You know, and a lot of it helps me. That's, again, you know, I'd rather, I used to be an alcoholic, now I'm addicted to local music, and I think that's a far better addiction. You know, it's, it's, it's served me a better purpose, and I think it's serving you guys a better purpose. And again, drama, things like that is why I'm proud to support you. It's because you do put yourself out there, and you do help destroy that stigma to, oh, it's too macho to talk about your feelings. Because... That shit's a joke, guys. It's toxic. It's, it's, it, it, the term toxic masculinity sucks, but it's also very, very, very true. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, you're not a real man by acting tough. I mean, again, we were, I was talking about it with Kaz. If your mom dies and you hold in your tears because real men don't cry, you're a real douchebag. <laughs> that don't make you tough. That makes you a dick because then you take it out on other people. And that's typically how it is, and that's why most people are miserable. Treat people to respect you, piece of shit. <laughs> so, um, we got a couple physicals that have dropped. Do you have any up and coming shows, up and coming projects? I, I know uh, uh, Star Lord's dropped. Yep, that yep, was a new yes. little project. Yes. Which was real cool, a little yeah. different than normal drama, which was nice. Yeah. But that also shows you again. 
a variant of not just being the same the whole time either. So, again, uh, Star Lord, look 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 it up on on Spotify and YouTube. It's a whole separate entity, but it is part of drama. It's pretty badass when guys split off and do things like that. I really like it. Yeah, big shout out to Friday on that. He's just awesome. We made actually we got a bunch of songs too, like for uh, for Star Lords and. We're trying to put a band together, so we're still looking for guitarists and drummers. So if we got guitarists and drummers, watching this and you're looking for something to do, yeah. And 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 Friday is a, is a dope act too. And out of Lincoln, some of these guys are kind of hard to get to come up. So with Young Steve's too, I want to get up here because I got to see him during the Mayflowers, and that was awesome. And so I definitely need to get more of the Lincoln guys up here, but I get yeah. travel time. I got me a nice phone now, so eventually maybe I'll make it down to Lincoln and do it, but I can't drive. But Friday is definitely one of them ones I'd like to get up Yeah, he's actually I've here actually... at uh, Papillion. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. So he's not at a Lincoln. Yeah, I always thought he was at a Lincoln. Yeah, no, I think he's just done a lot there. Freedom yeah. Wings usually it branches out a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, so. most of the shows I've seen were in Lincoln. That's oh, why yeah. I just naturally assumed he was from Lincoln. That, that's dope, because uh, I actually found him through um, a track he did with... Uh, Finch, I believe. I think it was Finch. Might have been a J track. But I know he's been on a couple of them. Oh, hell yeah. And that's how I found him. And then I was like, oh, I like Friday. Yeah, Friday's dope. But I've never been able to see a live performance. Oh, he's definitely on my bucket list of locals to see. Heck yeah. You know, there's a couple local guys I haven't got to see perform live that I'm definitely... And, and with COVID and everything, because again, I wasn't hardcore into... A lot of local guys pre-COVID, and once COVID hit, that's when I made it my mission to kind of, I got my stimulus check, I was still working, my wife was still working, we both got stimulus checks. I mean, instead, that money was there to stimulate the economy. Instead of being greedy and buying myself stupid shit, I bought merch and stuff from, you were one of them. Yeah, yeah. That's in fact how we met. Is I made a post, drop your merch link, and I'll buy some merch off you, and I bought a shirt off of drama and then I bought a couple physical CDs off them. I mean it's no lie when somebody says drop your merch link, drop it. Don't be afraid to. Like that's self promotion, bro. That ain't whoring yourself out. That's that's what you if you take yourself serious and you wanna go somewhere, do it. I mean, look at drama, it worked, got him that, and now he's on the Mountain Dew review, being highly disappointed disappointed. It's only a three and a half inch climb. <laughs> the top of the mountain I'm never disappointed so that's all that matters to me um, so what um, major influences are on your music oh man because you said you were um, and it's interesting because actually I think you're one of the first artists in fact you probably are the first artist that said they started out not as a rapper not as a hip-hop artist yeah. so I'm interested to find out what your influence is on your music so I mean I got a lot of I pull a lot of my influence in my music from like early high school listening you know because I feel like a lot of the music that gets you through things is the music that you like listen to the most throughout your life yep and so like I, I, I listen to a lot of yellow card and simple plan and good Charlotte and blink 182 and like really just like punk and pop punk like Sarah you'd love this kid obviously she was you just named some of my wife's favorite bands 
I always give her shit about good Charlotte. <laughs> but that that's that's this that's what my wife totally liked listening to when she was in high school and growing up. So that's totally awesome. That's awesome. I dig it. And and you totally have a punk vibe to you, you know. But and you also have your own vibe, bro, and which is nice cuz again, he's not a cookie cutter. It's not something that you see from everybody else. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I enjoy about a lot of our local scene is not, you know, 90% of them aren't cookie cutters. They're themselves or the persona that they do have is a unique persona, which is awesome. We have such a great team. I don't think, I don't think like, I don't think we could ever over brag how good our scene is and how unique and interesting and true like artists that we have here. Definitely. I, there's a few that probably are kind of just trying to do something to we're all at different stages to be to be cloudy but there's a lot of guys here that just do it because they really do enjoy it you know and and the best part is is we've had people that have been really successful at it that have not necessarily taken a step back but have gone more to the words the mentorship you know we got people like surreal and big dog and Sam Roca that are teaching the younger guys this awesome trade and how to do it. Jay Crum, he's not too old of a guy, but he's still teaching them how to market yourself and not get taken advantage of on stuff that, you know. And again, nothing you do, if you do it with the intent of marketing yourself, is bad. Don't let nobody shit talk you for paying to play or paying for streams. If you're doing it out of the genuineness of trying to market yourself and better your brand, then that's, you know, the road to hell was paved on cruel intentions, and rap music ain't getting you to heaven. So pave that road to hell, bro. Have all them good intentions as possible. For real. They turn out like, you know, what do you, what, if you don't have good intentions, then what are you supposed to do? You know, if if bad intentions get you to heaven, I'd rather pave that way to hell. Right. Because I'd rather have good intentions that end up shit than than bad intentions that allow me to take advantage of people and be above somebody. Right, you just don't want to like, you just don't want to be 6 9 But like, anything else you do to promote yourself, like do that, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh totally, as long as it's not like a just shit don't promotion go, Yeah, scheme. don't be, don't be like, like, don't cloud chase. Like, like don't try shit, to fight rappers. Shit talking, don't do it, cool. you know, don't, don't write a diss to Eminem and think he's gonna pick up on it like he gives a fuck, you're not MGK. Yeah. <laughs> and don't beef with local artists either. Like, and, and totally beefs are don't shit in your backyard like i get that's how rap is and that is a basis of hip-hop but you know things evolve i'm just telling you like same-sex couples weren't a thing and mixed race couples weren't a thing and now it's acceptable so not everything got to be about diss and 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 that like i mean i've heard enough diss tracks you can, trust me you write a diss track on me i'll write one harder on myself like there ain't nothing. Like I don't give a fuck, and I really don't care what you think. Like, real talk. Like, you writing poetry to me. This is like law of attraction, you know. So many people out here like thinking they can be out here being mean to everybody, and then everyone's gonna love them and just think they're cool. But it like it don't work like that, you know what I mean? Like we or like everybody makes works. a I'm the best album, and it's kind of like, bro, I don't know how. Uh, there's 178,000 I'm the best tracks. Yeah. And 178,000 of them suck dick. Yeah, yeah. So just be yourself. Exactly. That's why I say that in my album. I said, all you gotta do is be authentic. All you gotta do is be yourself. 
be yourself because there's too many and be it yourself sells a hundred physical copies i he gave my mom his last physical copy of his cd so be yourself market yourself carry merch be original and you'll sell a hundred physical copies hundred and he's probably paid for most of the merch he's put out already just off them hundred sales so now every merch he sells, shirt, stickers, probably all profit. And it's not profit because Drama reinvested himself. In. And that's how he sold 100 copies, reinvesting in himself. And, you know, I know I say it every episode, but I'm going to say it every episode still. That's, that's why these guys are on here. If you haven't noticed, everybody on here has had multiple albums. They've, other than poor little Gavin, he was, he's a newbie. I love you, Gavin. I love you, No Name Sensei. Shout out, No Name Sensei. We got a song coming. He's uh, he's new, very, very new. He's only been in it like two years, so I'll, I'll lay off him on his merch because he's getting on it. But every other artist has had merch game on point on here. They've all had cool shit. Um, speaking of that, from when Cos was on here, here's the Cos, Cos the Prophet keychain. Oh, that's cool. Jama got a keychain. Jama got fucking bubbles, bro. Did you blow bubbles when you were little? Well, drama's back in town. Come blow them. Yeah. You know, that's just what you got to do. I mean, you're not oh, blowing drama. You're blowing drama's bubbles. Blowing my bubbles. You know, like, what's hotter than that? And they're a buck a pop, bro. Buck a pop. Well worth it. Well worth it to blow a little drama. I'm telling you guys, you got to get on it. So, any up-and-coming shows in oh, town? Man. Oh, in town. Um, shit, dude. I think in, uh, okay, so in October, I'm doing a show in Benson. I want to say on the 16th. I believe it's the 16th. I'm not going to look right now. But I believe it's the 16th in Benson. Uh, um, I've been doing a lot of work with, uh, like, Rasta Free. Um, my good okay. friend, AJ the Dread. Yep. Um, we're about to go on the Astronauts Tour. Um, I'm super excited for that. We leave on the 24th. And that's with Big Mista, too, yeah? Yes, Big Mista, um, AJ the Dread, Race Coakley, Barry Donovan, um, our good friend from Colorado that's uh, really close with AJ as well. And then... Because uh, AJ and Big Mister are two I want to definitely get on here, too. They're awesome, dude. I'm, I'm probably going to see AJ later. I can talk to him for you. So I'll use... I got drama to get to AJ, and I got Surreal to get to Big Mista. Oh, that's the move, right? That's how there. it works. Perfect. And then we also, uh, Atili's coming along as well. Oh, nice. So. I, I love, and I, I definitely need to get Atili on here too. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, because Atili does a, a whole bunch of different stuff for the scene, oh, yeah. and he's another guy that shows the scene a lot of love. I mean, he, he, he could be out there cracking heads for prices on what he does and things like that, and he really does show love to people that wouldn't get love anywhere else and would be recording with a nylon sock over a fucking microphone yes. in their closet. That's what I said. So at least he gives them a little bit more of a professional thing. So, you know, shout out to Tilly. Big shout out. Um, okay, so you got your tour coming. Mm -hmm. Again, look, promotion, promotion, promotion leads to many tours. And when you go on them, what happens, Drama? You sell what? You sell merch. Merch, guys. You know, you get a little money in your pocket. You gotta have a little fun. You gotta eat on the road. You, you know, can't, it, you can't just go on tour without no money in your pocket. And how do you do that without losing money? Yeah. You know, you sell merch, reinvest in a tour. The tour does what? Gets you fans. Yep. And then next thing you know, you're 
up a couple thousand views on YouTube and Spotify and Facebook follows and you're getting mail order merch. Yeah. I mean, I bought his through the mail. Yeah. I mean, people still do it. So, merch game. So then, my last couple questions here. We're going to go with, if you could go back and tell a younger you when you first started getting into music, a little bit of advice to kind of steer you in the right direction, what would it be? You know, I came into I came into hip hop with like a chip on my shoulder. You know what I mean? And like at first, like, like having a chip on your shoulder is good, but like having a, a weird energy about a chip on your shoulder, that's like not how you do it, you know? And like if I would have just understood the law of attraction at a younger age, um, I think it would have completely changed my entire entrance into the music scene. And like probably be in a completely different place now. But you know, everything happens for a reason and uh if I could just give any advice to the younger generation, it's just law of attraction. If you make love your language, you're going to be just amazed at the doors that just swing wide open for you. Negativity attracts negativity. Positivity attracts positivity. And you can be negative positive. <laughs> you can talk about negative things and still be positive, guys. Yeah. Remember that. Just because you're depressed and hateful and hurtful does not mean you can't smile and be nice to people. That's what your music is there for. It's for you to let that out. So if you do have negativity on you, let it out on paper so people learn and feel that they're not alone feeling that way. And then with that, you feel positive. Just don't be negative and be like, oh, well, everybody hates me. Well, nobody hates you. We all love you. Just Thanks. And don't let algorithms get you down. Totally. That's all bullshit, bro. Don't let... Don't let that shit get you down. Don't let numbers and stream... I got, like... I got a lot of love in this town, but I got 40 fucking YouTube followers, you fucking cocksuckers. Like, real talk. Don't let that get you down. How much... How, how many motherfuckers have I followed? But, again, don't let that shit bother you. Just give... Just give more. You know what I mean? Eventually you know? that shit balances out. And even if it don't... I mean... But it do. That's the law of the universe. You know? Duality. Is once you put once you put enough good in the universe, eventually that shit becomes and balances. Well, out. by balancing out, you learn to realize it'll come right back. To you. Numbers don't matter. Yeah, numbers really don't matter. It's all fake. A lot of that's fake, anyways. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these big artists. If if you can learn anything, look at look at people who've been on national tours and had to cut them halfway through because they didn't have anybody showing up to these shows. And these are national artists that are signed because internet fame isn't real fame. Like, um, one of the greatest guitarists of all time came to Lincoln and had to kill his tour and Lincoln canceled it because they had a whopping six pre-sale tickets Jeez. to John Five. Yeah. Or I don't know the real numbers on that and they said it was someone sick, but you already know Garth Brooks was going the same night. Oh yeah, I mean it's, tough. I mean? it's tough too, you know, now that the market's open again, it's getting super competitive and there's always shows going on and it's hard to, you know, when you cross post and other people are doing shows, it, it gets tough again. But I'd be mean, like... Uh, Intelligent guy booking on the same night as Garth Brooks. I mean that. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Garth Brooks concert though came after. Ended up getting moved, also. No, that was the same night. That yeah, but it, it was supposed to be a different. Day was it? Originally. All I know is too many people showed up to go see Garth Brooks. You fucking pricks! You'll spend fucking that much to see fucking Garth, goddamn Brooks, but you won't spend ten fucking dollars to see a, a aspiring local artist that really needs the fucking support. 
you think Garth Brooks needed 93,000 fucking people during a goddamn pandemic to fucking super spread to boost his fucking ego to feel a little good? He broke, but, the, he broke the record. But you can't fucking show up to a fucking two-hour set for somebody for ten fucking bucks or a free music Monday, but you can show up to Garth fucking Brooks. Nebraska and every other fucking idiot that went to your show, I hope you don't like me and unfollow my page. You guys are the biggest pieces of shit on earth. You at least could have risked COVID to go see somebody that needed it. Now nah, you went and fucking boosted this dude's ego like his fucking music is good. Get the fuck out of here. The only song he's ever done good was better when Smoke Break fucking covered it. And they suck. They're on my ass and says it. Fuckers, hot take. <laughs> so now that I'm done ranting about Garth fucking Brooks. Fuck Garth Brooks. Drama. Yeah. If you had a uh, dream collab, three artists that you want to live in or dead, and you better not say Garth fucking Brooks, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Who would you like to teach? And, and I mean, it could be any genre. I mean, you want fucking Getty Lee on that shit, or you want fucking Pigpen on the fucking keyboard from Grateful Dead, you know, or or a little fucking rhinestone cowboy, <laughs> rhinestone cowboy. Uh, I might have to stand for that one time. Uh, nah, shit, dude. I think I would do a. I don't know, man. I would want to do some shit with some like some rock people like I honestly would probably want to collab with like the Madden brothers Joel and Benji Madden shout out good Charlotte uh but uh Sarah yeah. you're gonna love this episode I, mean, I definitely would just I would straight up collab with them make a hit and it'd be dope because they haven't put out a lot of they haven't put out music in a while so all right I dig it if I had to throw a rapper on there I'd probably throw like G.I.D. I really like J.I.D. He's dope. He's got this crazy cadence and like jumps around like he's on Adderall or something. And it's just impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, man, I could never do that. You know? Could There's some people it. here on Adderall and other shit jumping around trying to make sense and not making any sense. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's, it's all right. <laughs> but no, yeah, that I could totally see you definitely rocking the rocking it yeah, that'd yeah. be dope that'd be dope so astronauts tour with aj the dread and big mystic coming up mm -hmm. going to a couple different cities around town make sure you guys keep an eye out for it is it here in town um i don't think we're i think on the 16th we're just coming here to perform we're doing a showcase actually i think for someone to win a slot okay or something so keep in tune for that um, keep your eyes peeled for his new project that'll probably be dropping. You never know. He likes to pull some some stuff out of his stuff. It's called Paintings. I changed the title. Pain Tings. Let me tell you a little ting. A little ting. So on that note, I very much want to thank Drama for stopping by and being on the Mountain Jew Review. I know it was a bit of a travel. Oh, I hope it was well worth it. It was definitely worth it. Thank and you I, so much for having me. And I want to tell you that you are now officially tramp stamp approved. We did it. Mama, I made it. I made it, Mama!
Thank you, drama. <laughs>